there he is. Vertical. <laughs> Vertical. Hello. Hello. Vertical. Hey. There it there is. That's go. better. <laughs> Would you give me a second to get situated? <laughs> Good night. Sorry, mom. Welcome to Nerd Burger, episode 369. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's a podcast. A nice podcast. With a guy and a guy and a guy in a secure Zoom meeting. And three guys in boxes. It's better than 69. 269s. What's better than 269s? 369s. Nice. I'm Craig. I'm Mike. And here we are. Yes, here we are. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. This is going to be a real high energy show. <laughs> we talked for way too long before the before 45 minutes. The button. Yeah. <laughs> so we covered all the fun stuff already. I think we can probably just go ahead and get the guest on board here. Why don't we? What's up, Craig and Mike? Welcome back, Michael. Glad to be here. Away. <laughs> glad, glad, glad to be here with y'all. With, with quotes around it, yeah, we're sort of right. here. Your we're, your picture, your video moving picture is right next to my video moving picture. We're here ish. This, this is as close as we ever get, right? Here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> hey, hey, let's all do the Brady Bunch. Hey, I'm looking down at Michael. Now I'm looking up at Craig. But we're all. We, but we don't see the same thing on each. No, we're I in know. Different spots on yeah, I know. That I'm in the really middle. Work. <laughs> That was somebody oh, uh, Somebody at my work had the Brady Bunch grid as their back virtual background for Oh, Zoom that's meeting. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We'd had, we had an 80s theme thing on Friday. So I was describing to everybody, I, had the, uh, I have the interior of the Back to the Future DeLorean time machine where it looks like I am sitting in the driver's seat with the nice. flux capacitor back over my right shoulder. I was going to say Batcave, <laughs> but that works too. Dude, one of the IT guys had the Batcave. He had the 80s nice. Batman Batcave with the Batmobile. The and he had yeah. an actual vinyl Batman mask on that he was wearing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I was doing an 80s-themed uh, video conference call, I would not be on the conference call because there was no video conferencing wah, for a reasonable price. <laughs> <laughs> That's Campbell, your Campbell, your passion for historical accuracy. I I uh, I do a background. Yeah, that's me. I do the background <laughs> of the uh, the library in Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, nice. that's good. And I and I have go. a I'd have a I would eat my giant lunch during the conference call. <laughs> your your uh your Emilio <laughs> Estevez Andrew, lunch. My, my Andrew Clark Andrew lunch Clark that fills lunch. up an entire grocery bag. <laughs> <laughs> Except you would have had it delivered by um. Instacart or Postmates or somebody. As long as I, yes, as long as I <laughs> ordered it three days in advance. That's there you go. Otherwise, I'm going to be lunchless. Oh. Um, 
yeah, heads up, everybody. The Capers Offworld Kickstarter is still rolling. So, you know, if you're sitting around at home and got a lot more time on your hands, you might want to take a look at the webpage for that and just kind of scroll Let's... down and see if that's something you maybe want to kind of grab. And there's, uh, you can get the core book and all the other supplements and all the accessories. And there's all sorts of mix and match. This is going to be the, uh, this is going to be it more than likely for, for, support, the, for, let... for this game line. Like this is, this is the last time you're going to be able to get like everything at a little cheaper price, kind of all packaged together. And after this, it's uh, retail and it's just when I happen to run sales. Let's get out there and support Nerd Burger Games and Capers, everybody. Woot. Woot. A woot. <laughs> it's on woot now? <laughs> No, it's the three woots. I, you know what? I have I haven't gone to Woot in quite a long time. I used to go to Woot shirt on a daily basis. Do you not have as much to Woot about? I don't know what happened. I just I don't. That's not a web page that I go to that much anymore. I I've, oh. I've bought a few shirts from there, and I I would visit the the page because every day was a different T shirt. Mm. I went there quite a bit. Um, I have not for quite some time. I think I have found uh, other avenues. Well, I think there's more geeky T shirts. In oh years yeah than there were back when woot shirt was kind of or shirt woot was kind of you know that was like there was that and think geek and then like one or two other places yeah and you could and you could take your chances with some place like cafe press and just roam around forever and try to find something now there's um, a, so there's but now there's like a half around. a dozen yeah. ma- made make to order t-shirt places with crawling with them all They're kinds getting... of good good graphics and just other places that just like they do geek t-shirts now. That's mm-hmm. just what they do. Yeah. In the past five years or so, that's really taken off. Like they, they get pooped into my Facebook feed all the time. <laughs> There's like, oh, here's another geek t-shirt place. And they go and look and they, oh, they've got like 30 different designs. And You know, I don't have a ton of, of just geek t-shirts, but I am, I mean, I, I could, I could tie a rope and, and climb out of my ceiling with my wrestling t-shirts, man. I've just got boxes and boxes of these things <laughs> you, I mean, you, if you ever need to escape oh man like i i because you i mean i honestly if i can't find any toilet paper i'm gonna be fine i have so many wrestling t-shirts that i never wear man i because that's how you support indie wrestlers like when they're just starting out like if you they're your friends either like i'm like you, you buy their crappy t-shirts buy the merch wear. yeah yep. it's like can't you just have like a little wristband that i can buy do i have to buy a t-shirt and they're like nah i got t-shirts all right Buy t-shirt. Hey, yeah, yeah. A wristband is not a good billboard. A t-shirt, t-shirt is a billboard. Exactly. Oh, Unless you wear hoodies all the time, you just wear the hoodie over the top. <laughs> <laughs> then it's just an undershirt. Right. <laughs> oh boy, how's everything Ooh. going for everybody else there? Mike is. Mike is oh. actually. We're looking at Mike in the video feed this time. We're all looking at each other, Hi. so we're going to be able to hopefully not talk over each other as much as we normally do with these or or uh, video week. calls where yeah. we can see. <laughs> well, uh, at that point, this isn't even Nerd Burger, man. I mean, <laughs> well, no. What I'm saying is, it'll go back to the normal amount of talking over each other, as opposed to the near constant talking over each other. It'll be the yes, I see you're trying to talk, but I'm still going to talk over you talking over instead of the I'm accidentally talking over you because I can't hear you it's, and right. you're instead, on a delay it, and I can't see you. In, and Instead of it being accidental, it just becomes a battle of wills. I gotcha. Sure. Right. And it becomes like when you're trying to interject, you can just sit there and look pissed. Yes. <laughs> I better turn the light on then so you guys can see, see my the expression on my face. It's not too bad. We can see you fairly well. I kind of like that all we can see is the glow of your cigarette in the darkness. 
<laughs> Cigarette smoking man. <laughs> E.B. Spender. Mr. Mulder. That's his, that was his initials, right, was it? E.B.? C.G.B. 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 Spender. Why did I say E.B.? Oh, it's E.B. Mm. Farnham on Deadwood. That's why. <laughs> that was the other scumball that was on a really good uh, drama that had an, an initials first name. Yeah. E.B. Farnham. He was a scuzzbucket. Deadwood. Anywho. So last um, week I had, uh, I had told my story about having to order a 150-foot ethernet patch cable from home depot which which they delivered in less than 24 hours what was this project um well as as discussed i i have my work office set up in the uh, front living room of the house where there is no ethernet and i was using Uh a wi-fi dongle on my old windows 10 machine uh Uh um to run a vir- a virtual machine environment to connect to my company's network, and it was really it was getting really slow. It was fine for the first week when our our office was the only office that was working from home because mm-hmm. uh, stuff went down or seemed to go down faster here than where everybody else is. But then the next week, everybody else went home, and that was like the majority of the company, and everything just ground to a halt for me. Um, and I thought, well, I can speed things up on my end by connecting to the ethernet. So, uh, unfortunately I was about 75 feet away from my router (laughs) and I'm like, well, I could bring, bring the router to me via a long cable, or I could move all of this crap into the living room next to the TV and rearrange furniture. And I'm like, no, that's too much work. So I went online and, uh, I found that Home Depot would deliver me a very 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 long ethernet cable with the um connectors already attached to the ends so i did that and i um taped the cable to the baseboard <laughs> around from one room out in the front hall with, and then back into the blue other room painters and... tape it's really really noticeable yeah i sent you the photo right yeah you yeah. you sent me the photo of that and then of the ex the excess cable the excess cable because i only needed 75 feet but all i could get was 150 so i've got a giant spool sitting on the on the table behind my computer anyway so i got working faster i needed needed a super long hdmi cable at one point and and i found one at home depot and it was the kind that they use to connect like to like run through the walls to connect like wall hdmi outlets in your in your giant home theater in your basement kind of setup yeah well yeah yeah, what i was doing i was splitting an hdmi signal to the same to two different tvs and two different rooms sure and i didn't want to i didn't want to just have two separate video feeds i wanted the same feed going simultaneously to two screens and so i bought an hdmi splitter and i bought this long cable to run into the other room would this be for a watch party yeah this was just for wrestling is what it was like i couldn't like like no matter how you stream it if you're streaming it if it's two separate streams one room note like sees the finish before the other and then you kind of it just didn't work so i needed one feed split to two screens so I bought a splitter and I needed to have enough cable. I wanted to like run it, you know, behind the couches and around the walls, like rather than just like straight into the other room. And, and the, apparently what I discovered is the way that those cables work is there's an input and an output end. And I started with the wrong end <laughs> and I tried to run it all <laughs> oh, the way no. around the corners behind the couches. And it's not a loose cable. It's a really like, it's a really stubborn cable. So it takes time to like get the bends going in the right directions and, and I got all, and I and I got 
it all laid out. And then I realized, like, I started with the wrong end. I got to I gotta pull it up and do it again. Oh, man. So I had to run it twice. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. It's I not s- preferable. I spent a good hour getting the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the curl out of the, yeah. <laughs> the wire yeah, that I the, had. Yeah. The, the curl, the curl's a problem. <laughs> oh, jeez. And I only did it for that, you know, that 75 feet that I used. Right. I don't know if I would have been able to, I didn't have enough space in the house to do the whole 150 feet. Well, anyway, so that, that ended up working. I ran speedtest.net on, on it before I connected the wire with just the Wi-Fi and after, and it was, it's 12.2 times faster downloads with, wow. I was just far enough away with just the wrong, you know, inferior equipment. Because all it was was a little that that computer didn't have Wi-Fi built into it. I had to use one of these like twelve dollar USB Wi-Fi dongle adapter things, mm-hmm. and it was fine for just general purpose use, surfing and email and stuff like that. But once you start to do the kind of things that we need to do, working across networks, across offices, right. you know, on servers that are a thousand miles away, not so good. So that worked well right. for for about three days, and then that computer died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, f- fried the video card. I think it was the uh, the virtual desktop environment thing that fried the video card because the fans were spinning nonstop for the three weeks that I was using it. Right. And then um, Thursday morning, it wouldn't turn on. So I actually had to go to the office, and I picked me up a. Uh, where I got, I got a, there's, I am fortunate there was a laptop available for me to take. And, uh, I got myself, uh, connected on that laptop at the office, everything working fine. And I, and now I'm using that. And so the webcam is here back in the Nurburger studio where it has been sitting dormant unused for the last five years until I started using it for work three weeks ago. Back in its rightful home, I guess. There you go. Since I Uh have a webcam in my laptop. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> As Doctor Zoidberg might say, hooray! So now I am on the VPN. I'm helping. You're on the VPN. Who's down with VPN? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. No, that doesn't run. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been VPNing. I do. I do get it. It cuts out on me here and there. I have to reconnect, but it's working. So you know, here we are, VPNing. <laughs> Like all like good VPNers do. The best thing about all this was back in the day. It's like you know working with your employers, listening, and I've heard it from plenty of people. Like you know, no, we can't have people work from home. <laughs> it's too much of a too much of a hassle. Too much. It's too hard to in you know to get it. The technology for it isn't reliable. It's too much work to kind of make it all happen, and then like boom, suddenly all these people. It's amazing. It suddenly works. Are we newsing it? Michael, can you hear us? Yeah, so here so you remember how Apple took out the 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 earbud port on the iPhones? Um I can only charge the phone or speak into the headset. Oh, and you just ran <laughs> you needed to charge it. Okay. Yeah, I just got my twenty percent battery life notification, so I gotta plug up for a while. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. I've I've run into that every so often. Yeah, seriously. I don't I don't use my headphones well, with, the, a lot, with, the, so. with all these Zoom calls that everybody's been doing. Especially, I've run into it a few times where I where I get this thing and it, oh, I better plug up, and then I pull the cord up and I look at the phone and I'm like, 
How am I going to do this? Thanks, Apple. <laughs> Michael, right. Michael, you know how you fix that? How? AirPods. Yeah, those are, here's the thing. Those are very, those are so pretty expensive, right? They're so worth it, though. But I feel for sure I'm going to lose those. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. That doesn't, do you, mean, that doesn't mean Michael won't. That doesn't mean, can I come use yours when I lose mine? Is that what you're saying? I'm on, I'm on my second pair, and I have the pro ones now with the noise canceling, which is awesome. And yeah, um, the, first, the first ones were, I'd, I had them for, I, could, I can't, I'm not sure if it was two or three years, um, mm-hmm. but I used them all the time, and I used the right one more than the left one, and the batteries in the little buds themselves were only last. You don't use them both at the same time. Well, I'd be I'd I'd use them to listen to stuff at work, uh huh. And I would only have yeah. one in, you know. Okay. And and I I default because I'm right-handed. I defaulted to using the right one. I'm trying to switch it up now. I go back and forth with the new ones so that this doesn't so happen. So that your hearing loss will be equal. Exactly. But the <laughs> they have to make them. They they should make them swappable like the original earbuds were, so that you you can like rotate like rotating your tires. You know, you can wear them down even. <laughs> they wouldn't fit right in your ear though but yeah the old, the old ones fit fine they were fine <laughs> well these make a seal now it's part of the noise canceling there's passive noise canceling and active they make noise a canceling. seal a seal there's like a little neoprene bud on the bud and that that goes into your ear canal sounds weird yeah you get used to it but the <laughs> uh, anyway the old ones the battery the bat- lithium ion batteries they wear out over time i had used them so much that they were only i was only getting like 35 40 minutes in in the right earbud and maybe an hour in the left one and then i um i was doing some work around the house and listening to music and you know i heard the little beep boop, boop noise that told me that the battery was down to 10% so i took them out yeah. and i put them in their little case and i put the little case in the coin pocket in my jeans and i kept working and I was cleaning the house, and then I think I've told this story. And then I finished cleaning about an hour later, and I decided I was going to um, do laundry. And I threw the jeans in the washing machine with some other stuff, and I washed my AirPods in the case. They survived. <laughs> they still work. <laughs> but I figured um, this was right when the AirPods Pro came out. AirPod Pros? AirPods Pros. I'm not sure how you're supposed to say it was right when those new <laughs> ones came out. And, and I thought, well, this is a sign that I, I should, um, I should just go ahead and, and get the new ones because these, these could die at any, any moment. And they weren't working. The universe was clearly way. sending you a message about upgrading your earbuds for sure. Mike, go spend $250 at Apple. Right. And I thought, well, I could spend, you know, $20,000, um, getting a new Mac pro. So 250 is really nothing. Okay, that's, that's a great a, way to frame all of your tech purchases. Yep. That's a perspective, yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's not a new Mac Pro. Pretty much buy anything else. <laughs> I I could I could buy a $200,000 server. <laughs> but instead, I'm going to get uh I could buy a Bugatti. <laughs> but instead, I'll just get this sweet Mercedes AMG. That's like yeah, one tenth the price. It's still half a million dollars but yeah i mean you could do all that you could just not <laughs> also that's on the table as well no i couldn't could, i couldn't do that could i couldn't afford that, that. yeah <laughs> even with the mm. gas money i'm saving right now oh man how about that right gas is like 
as dirt cheap as it's as it's been since I was in high school and we had that other gas crisis. There's nowhere to go. There's no traffic. There, gas is cheap. There's, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, there's no there's no reason to go buy any. I stopped at the gas station and filled up whatever little amount I you know it was like a gallon that I used going yeah. to the office and you know the trip to the grocery store two weeks before that yeah. the other day on my way back home just be just cause. I want to do something normal like pump gas. <laughs> but then you get out of your car and you look at the gas pump and you think like, God, I used to just touch these things all the time and not think about it. How am I? <laughs> yeah. How am I going to go through life normally, you know, six months from now and not use Clorox wipes on everything? I just, I just, the last time I was at the gas pump, I jumped out and I looked at the gas pump and I started to reach out for it and I stopped and I thought, gosh, I used to do this all the time. And not and like I, I would touch the gas pump and then go home and make a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> and like not wash my hands. Exactly. Didn't think anything of it. Probably never gonna do that again. That's a lie. I'll do it eventually. I'm super lazy. Well, that'll be how you know things are back to normal when you catch yourself doing that and not thinking about it. All right, should we do news? We could. What's news, Craig? Oh boy, let's see. Well, as long as we're touching a little bit on uh things uh having to do, you know, how how things are a little different and we're all kind of living our lives a little differently. Um there's a dude in England. His name is James Campbell, not my cousin. Um not, no relation. <laughs> I do have a cousin named James. Um yeah, he uh he he got tired of sitting around the house and he's a marathon runner. So he decided to to run a marathon, um, but just to keep it simple and not worry about anything, he decided to run it in his garden. And do we know what a garden is to uh, to the Brits? That's just your yard, right? Yeah, so it's your, like your backyard, right? It's your backyard. So he's in his it's backyard. It's pretty compact, though. It's not a lot of space, right? Yeah. Well, it's and and here's the thing: he li- apparently lives in sort of a. Uh, other like a, a row house townhouse kind of apartment like you know it's a narrow his 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 apartment yeah. wherever he lives his home is narrow it's a tiny and, island they gotta pack him in and so behind right just like japan um and so behind his house is his garden and it's kind of narrow because it's like there's he's got neighbors like right there um and it's not terribly deep so he ran the deep dimension um and uh does anybody want to? Uh, let's we'll do this in meters because it's it is the UK. Um, how many meters deep is his back uh, his back garden, or how that is to say, like you know, once you knock like a a meter off of that, how much? How many meters did he run back and forth? Five. Michael says five. Oh, we Mike? the police. Um. Shoot. Four. Four. Oh. <laughs> Michael wins with it's a six meter back and forth nearest without going over maybe 20 ish feet um, that he ran back and forth 7,000 and some times to run a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) And there's video of him just literally there's like you come out of his back patio door. There's a patio. He's got a piece of tape down. There's a little there's like there's a patio that takes up eh, 40% of the backyard of the garden. And then there's a swatch of grass that takes probably seven seconds to cut. Um, and then there's like a little, you get to like this little gravel area and there's a shed. And then there's some, like a little 
furniture thing and there's like a shed so it's but he yeah he, and he put a piece of tape down by the shed so he literally just ran back and forth and he always he stepped over the tape on so, each end so, so that he was it was six meters between the tape would he stop and turn or was he moving in an oval it was literally back and forth Ugh. So stopping stopping and then and, and back that's got to be yeah. hard on your like, joints like a metronome not in an oval well, that's, that's gonna, yeah, just be a lot on the joints and the stabilizer muscles because I mean that's like that's like seven thousand stops and pivots and starts again. Yeah, well, and that's the thing; it stops and pivots and starts. So, it, but there's no good way to deal with this because it's either stops yeah. and pivots and starts, or you've got to run in like the same, you know, run clockwise in an mm-hmm. oval. Yeah, for and a period of time, and then turn around and go back the other way. Otherwise, you can't. You're not going to run the whole thing clockwise. You're gonna yeah. end up with well, like one giant Popeye leg, <laughs> right? And one little tiny scrawny <laughs> nerd getting kicked, sand kicked in his face leg. Well, you run because you're marathon, constantly because you, you're constantly pushing yourself in that direction. Well, you run the marathon in an oval, and then you run back the way you came the other direction to balance it out. <laughs> yeah, you run, you, I suppose you could do 13 miles one direction and then the other direction. Right. <laughs> Was it uh, um, six meters exactly? Well, it tape to tape. Apparently, it was six meters. So seven seven thousand thirty two and a half legs. Yeah. So yeah, he he did that, and there's video of him doing it. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Wow. <laughs> He's like that, that. That is not a big garden. I mean, you really just think about the like just the joints that he probably, um, you know, using them in such a different way that had, that had to be like painful. <laughs> you know, he was sore the next day. Oh, he looks like he's pretty fit, so I um, yeah, probably less of an issue for him than it would be for any of us. Well, yeah, like I mean, after I... after about thirty of those, I'd be like, oh my god! But uh, yeah, he's 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 a guy who runs these things anyway. So there you go. One way that somebody kept themselves occupied for like, oh, how long was it? Um, da, 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 da. two and a half hours. How long did it take him to run it? I had it in here before. I can't find the number. Once it was like four or five hours. Oh wow! Wow. Usually marathons, they they can uh, the winner does it in like two hours. So well, yeah, spotting him an extra like, half hour. That's like the that's that's <laughs> the you know the the championship guy that goes to all the different marathons and places in the top three every time. You know he was he was he was not like, but and he can't. First of all, he's losing. You're gonna lose. You're gonna do it slower because you got to stop and start. Like Michael was mm-hmm. like Michael was saying, um, but uh, you know, and like you can't build up a good steam. No, you can't get a good pace going. Really You're in, constantly like his, starting and stopping. By the time he by the time he gets into stride at a good pace, he's got to stop. Yeah. So. No, thank you. Not something <laughs> I'm going to do. Now or ever. I'm of the opinion that he should get to be able to, you know, he should be able to get a custom little oval made. What was the number? 7,000 something? Yeah. 7,032 and a half. 7,000. He should get, yeah, he should be able to get a little and oval a that says 7,032 <laughs> and a half. Do you think he only ran that half or do you think he finished out that lap? I, I'm sure he finished it out. Why would you run 7,032 and not do the half? Of course, that's the odd number. So that's uh, he probably did seven thousand and thirty-four to get back to his his back door. Well, his, <laughs> his grand total for the day, I'm sure, was was longer than seven thousand thirty-two and a half. It's not like he slept on the pavement. 
got up, <laughs> ran the thing, and then fell asleep in the middle of the garden. <laughs> Till the next day, he. I'm sure he. Do you think he got his ten thousand steps in? I think he got his ten thousand steps in. So anyway, what else is news, Mike? You know, I legit did. There, I had a group of friends for a while that had everybody had Fitbits when Fitbits were still a thing, and they would. And I, I ended up getting one. I, I got a Fitbit free with something I signed up for. I don't remember what it was. Um, but I joined and they added me to their like weekly step challenges that they would, they would make. Like on Monday, someone would say like, I'm doing a step challenge, a five day step challenge. Everybody would jump in and it would track it. You'd compete to see who walked the most steps that week. And I, I dominated. I, I got super competitive about it, but I was working from home. So I would literally walk from my living room into the bedroom and then back. And I knew how many <laughs> steps that was. And I would count off how many of those I had to do every day, like in the middle of the work day to hit like 20,000 steps per day. Whoa, that's a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was doing it a lot. I was not working very hard at my job. So I had, <laughs> I had, I had free time during the day. I just, <laughs> I had a lot of free time during the day. So I would walk 20,000 steps back and forth and back and forth every day. Like every hour, I knew how many I had to get up and do. And then by the end of the week, I had like 100,000 steps and everybody else had, you know, 50, 55 or so. And then after two weeks of that, and then every time I'd win, I would text everybody a picture of some wrestler holding up a championship belt. Of course. It'd be like a different one every week. And then after like three weeks of that, nobody wanted to play anymore. <laughs> that was that was the end of it. That's as far as it went. <laughs> nobody wanted to play with me anymore. I just looked at the health app on my phone, mm-hmm. and it says, you're taking fewer steps than you usually do by now. No kidding. Really? <laughs> I've been. I'm a... doing my best health app. I'm just trying to get through this. Yeah, I've been. I've been kind of afraid to look at this. Yeah, my usual is about three to four thousand steps a day, and the last day he's done seventeen. Couple of weeks, I'm lucky to hit two thousand. Wow. So, I don't want to look at anything like that because, like, like I used to wear my Fitbit at night because it would, it, it would the next morning I had look and see how I slept that night, and it would show me like the graph of like. You were sleeping soundly for 15 minutes and the rest of the night you were fighting bad guys in your sleep or whatever. Like it just wasn't. <laughs> and I don't even want to see it. I wouldn't even want to see her. And my, like my, my sleep schedule is like all out of whack. Like, like I'm, I'm on like a one in the afternoon to like four in the morning stretch right now. <laughs> so it just slowly keeps creeping later at night and later in the morning, the more I'm home all day. So you don't have a, an actual work schedule that you have to stick to. No, I have I have deadlines that I hit, and beyond that, it's kind of it's up to me how I go about it. Wow, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't have meetings or anything. I uh, so it's lucky you. So I, I tend to fall apart in the absence of routine, and that we're we're <laughs> mid falling apart at this point. We're like well into falling apart territory. <laughs> uh, poor Michael. Uh, I've come to. I've started to get up early because I get up early normally mm-hmm. to go in. I go in early, which means I get up even earlier, right? To get ready and everything. And now I'm still, I'm still getting up that early, but I just get up and start working. So like I, I finish my day earlier than I would normally because I'm not oh, dealing yeah. with, I'm not dealing with a drive to and from work and everything. It's like all of a sudden I hit, I hit like early afternoon and I'm like, all right, rest of the day is all mine. 
<laughs> well, you talked before too when I've been on the show about if people leave you alone during the day, you get so much more done. Oh, that well, that was like, yeah, the first three or four hours that I was in the office is always my best time because yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. the first person to get there and nobody's nobody bugs me early on because nobody's there. Yeah, but anyway, same here. What else we got for news? Um, speaking of things you could be doing instead of working or sleeping. Uh oh. Do you want a uh Updated as of yesterday, April 10th, a list of all streaming services offering free content and extended trials. Wow. Should we, okay. just, should we just do the free content part, not the extended? The extended trials are basically like Hulu, Netflix, yeah. uh, CBS Screw All Access. That. Screw that lazy extended trial crap. Give right. me the free stuff. Though, though, you know, those are the ones that you can you have to sign up for an account and give them your credit card and you get yeah, a free 30 days and then you have to remember to yeah. cancel it like i have to do with cbs all yeah. access now um let's that, see that's that's the second tier stuff they're trying to trick you what's the free stuff on uh app if you have apple tv uh you can you don't have to uh pay for apple tv plus service you can for free you can watch Dickinson, Ghostwriter, Helper, Helpsters, For All Mankind, Servant, Snoopy in Space, The Elephant Queen, and Little America. I think those are all shows. Now, For, for All Mankind is great Snoopy, Snoopy in Space intrigues me. The rest of those I have never heard of. For All Mankind is the only one that I'd be interested in watching. For All Mankind is a really, a really cool show. Is it? I recommend. Yeah, it's 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 alternate history. It's um, it's if the Russians had beat us to the moon, what would oh, okay. happen next? Really interesting. Um, HBO is offering free Barry, Big Little Lies, Silicon Valley, V, hey, hey, hey. True Blood, and The Wire. Uh, oh, True well Blood as, and The Wire, go! As well nice. as some movies. That'll keep you busy for like a week and a half. How's The Wire? Wire's it's really good. Great. Yeah. Awesome. What's yeah. It's cops in Baltimore who are... Uh... Is this the one where there's a, there's another show that, that there's like a a show prior to that one that that it picks up after uh if it is i'm not aware of it you like the wire somebody told me about a show that they came on before the wire that's like you should watch that first because some of the characters end up on the wire or something like that maybe i might be making that up yeah i'm not sure about that okay but, so just uh, yeah i mean it, it's it's cops and criminals um in cool. baltimore it's yeah it's uh it's primarily surrounding the drug trade um but other things, you know, get touched on too. And each season, they do a really good job. It's like the same characters get carried through. Um, but they, uh, each season, they kind of reinvent the show for each season. Like each season looks at a different aspect of what's wrong with the system. Like they get into the okay. cops and they get in one, one season, they get into politics. One season, they get into the schools. Mm-hmm. And into the press. Is that one of them too, right? They get into the press. Yeah. In one season. Like each season, they examine something different. Hmm. AMC, you can watch the first half of The Walking Dead season ten, and oh, that's that's good. Yeah, make sure you just give us the <laughs> just, first just half. the half. Yeah, who are all these people? What's going on? What what's <laughs> why why is this guy in jail? <laughs> or if you're like me and you gave up in the middle of season seven, you don't care. Um, yeah. And free IFC programming, like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Oh, I gotta go watch Mitchell again. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, if you have Apple TV, there's a channel called Epics E P I X that has a whole bunch of movies and TV shows. That is free. It's just there. 
it'll show up in your list of channels. Um, Showtime has a free month trial. YouTube, there's free shows. PBS Kids has free stuff. Amazon Prime Now has free access to kids' movies and TV shows. No, thank you. Well, that's important to some people. <laughs> that's really important to some people. I'm glad I'm not Homicide one of those people. Life on the Street. That's the show I was thinking. Somebody told me I should watch Homicide Life on the Street before I watch The Wire. Okay. Yeah, that's I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that may, right. yeah, that sounds familiar. There's a connection there. That's not a kid's show, though. And it's all and it's all part of the Tommy Westfall universe. So, really, yeah. Well, every okay. show is. Mm. Pick a show that isn't. <laughs> Good luck. Mm. You can even pick, you know, horror show, horror series, and sci-fi stuff, and yeah, they all tie it in. It's amazing. It's 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 great how like how very prepared the entertainment industry was to encourage all Americans to stay home for weeks on end, <laughs> like. like <laughs> Very quickly and ably been able to incentivize, like, don't go, don't leave the house at all. You guys seen that meme floating around that's like, never forget that in this time when all hope was lost, you all turned to artists. You guys seen that floating around? No. Sure. Variations on that. Yeah. Which, like, I appreciate, but it's like, all my friends that are posting it are my friends that are, like, doing, like, weird avant-garde theater pieces and, like, like, black box theaters that nobody goes to. And I think, like, I mean, we're turning to like Hollywood, not to, not not to not to you in the back alley. <laughs> not your. Not, we're talking about we, we we want TV. We want quality television shows. We're not right. so much concerned about your uh, performance art piece, yeah, where you like, sit inside of a cardboard box the entire time. Yeah, we're turning to relevant art, not to, not to what you do. <laughs> but there's there's a lot of. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's something that's kind of floated around the RPG industry because the RPG industry and the comics industry and everything are taking a hit because distribution channels are shot. Yeah. Um, so you've got all these little independent um, comic makers and art, uh, game, game designers and publishers and things that are like, crap, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, a lot of that um, holds up through PDF. Um, yeah. But it's still, it's still a pretty significant hit to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So got to keep the entertainments the various entertainments alive. Yeah. So if, 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 if you have the means, if you have the means, buy a game, buy some comics. There you go. They need if it because a... the distributors are like, burp. Yeah. Mm. So are the main distribution channels, I mean, are they like brick and mortar stores or are they? All your game shops, all your game stores, they're closed. They closed right. two weeks ago. But those game shops, those are important distribution channels. And those are the ones that are suffering right now, right? Yes. Gotcha. And many of them are going to go under because of this. I, I think we're going to be surprised at how many, I mean, larger businesses too are going to go under. Like, I, I think, think there'll be some, but anyway, that's, that's for speculation down the road. That's I don't fair. want to derail. What, what else we got, Mike? That's pretty much it. Then there's a whole list of uh, more one month free trials and it's all mostly stuff I've never heard of. A&E Crime Central, Acorn TV, Arrow Video Channel, History Vault. I don't know if that's related to the History Channel or not. Lifetime oh. Movie Club. Hey, nice. you want to watch all the bad Lifetime movies? Here you go. Right. One month. I want to I wanna watch that. I want to watch that. Chris, I want to watch that Christmas movie about the the <laughs> the gal who used to live in the town, but she moved away, and then she's come back home for Christmas, and she meets, she sees her like her old flame, but he's kind of a jerk and dating somebody else, and then like it all ends up happy at the end, and they all spend Christmas together. I want to see that one. Well, you'll be well, disappointed that because that's the Hallmark it's, it's, Channel, 
And that's yeah, not on this same. list. They're all the same. <laughs> it's that or it's the local mayor with the beard whose wife died years ago. And then you get together <laughs> and you win the pie competition. Oh. If you're not into television, by the way, World of Warcraft is offering a 100% experience bonus for the until the end of the month. Whatever that means. Level up twice as fast as normal. Ah, gotcha. <clears throat> um, I I got the I haven't talked about it because I was bringing waiting to bring it around at some point, but I I I went ahead and bought the one year subscription for MasterClass right before all of this. Nice. So that's paid off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Great. Great. Learn learn how to learn how you how you direct movies. That's a great yeah. one. David Sedaris is spectacular writing about um writing and humor or teaching about writing and humor mm -hmm. but i i could listen to david sedaris just like read a grocery list i'd be happy mike you now or at least allison mike are you are you a david sedaris person i know allison is uh we get his audio books for uh road trips right so i've listened to most of his books i do not read physical books of mm. his <laughs> of his Although we have them in the house because Allison has them. What about PDFs? They're really coming through right now because distribution channels are over. Well, he reads his own books in the audiobooks, and so it's like... And since so much of what he writes about is autobiographical, it's, right. it's just or it it's it better. I can't believe that all of that is true. It's got to be at least just based on... Well, some of it is, sure. It's yeah. all... I, my, my understanding when it comes to David Sedaris' stuff, and a lot of humorists who write these types of autobi autobiographical essays, is that... They write about stuff that's like, this is all based on a true story. They may, there's, there's exaggeration to one extent or another. Sometimes there's not a lot of exaggeration. Sometimes there's much more. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, from what I've heard of David Sedaris' stuff, <laughs> I have a hard time believing that his family isn't that weird. <laughs> so I think probably, <laughs> he probably doesn't exaggerate as much as <laughs> some, other some people. people do. Because, yeah. uh. He's had he's had quite the interesting family. Anywho, so yeah, that works out nicely. I'm watching a little bit of that. Oh, and I started listening to Stephen King's The Stand, <laughs> the audiobook. Who narrates that? Oh, it's a guy, professional guy. I can't think of his name, but he he does the. He's done. He, he does. He reads audio audiobooks all the time. One of those folks. A voice actor. Um. Yeah, he does. He 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 works the accents in there and yeah, all that stuff. I don't know. Anything else? Are we gonna talk about something else? Are we? You got news, Mike, or what's the what's the plan here? Well, since it's uh episode three sixty nine, uh -oh. I thought we would look nice. at <laughs> yeah, nice all of all of the other things that uh, make sixty nine an interesting number. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, is this Nerdburger after dark? No, it's all of the other things. <laughs> Okay, other than that thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a considered a lucky number. It's referred to as an angel number in numerology. It's a semi-prime. It is a Blum integer. It's a semi-prime? What the, the hell does that mean? I don't know. Since the two factors of 69 are both integer? Gaussian primes. Well, do we want to <laughs> talk about this for a half an hour or three minutes? <laughs> Well, if we talk, if we, if you do the three minute version, I don't know what half of this stuff means. Let's look up one or two of them anyway. Yeah. Well, let's just finish finish the the overview, and then we'll we'll dig into the uh, That's fair. The, the the things that you think are we need to dig into. 
Okay. Um, the sum of the sums of the divisions of the first uh, nine positive... In- Wait. The sum of the sums of the divisors of the first nine positive integers. 69 is that. Uh, it is the third composite number in the 13 aliquot tree. The aliquot sum of 69 is 27 within the aliquot sequence. 69, 27, 13, 1, and 0. Because 69 has an odd number of ones in its binary representation, it is sometimes called an odious number. Of note is that 69 squared and 69 cubed together use every decimal digit from 0 through 9. 69 is equal to 105 octal, while 105 is equal to 69 hexadecimal. Weird. (laughs) On many handheld scientific and graphing calculators, the highest factorial that can be calculated due to memory limitations, is 69, or about 1.711224524 times 10 to the 98th. It is the atomic number of thulium. Nice. uh, Awesome. I have no idea what that is. (laughs) The Messier object M69 is a magnitude 9 globular cluster in the constellation Sagittarius. Globular cluster. USS Dwight D. Eisenhower is CVN69, (laughs) aircraft carrier. The number that fictional characters Bill Preston and Ted Logan were thinking of when talking to their future selves. <laughs> 69, dude. The Whoa. Oh The Taiji 2, also known as the yin yang. Okay. Symbol. And it is the last possible television channel number in the UHF band plan for American terrestrial television from 1982 it? until its withdrawal in 2011. Huh. So my UHF dial only went up to sixty nine. Apparently, wow! I didn't. I, that I did not realize. Me I never or... thought about it too much because we only used the U, we like UHF dial back in the day was like that's how you got your PBS and that was it. What what's what's a UHF dial? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! You've seen the uh, movie, haven't you? Weird Al. UHF. Well, he had that song that was called that. I remember that. Yeah, from the movie. There's a movie. There's a movie. You have to see this movie. You like Weird Al, right? Yeah. This is why I like coming around to you guys, because you guys are, you're kind of the only two friends I have in my life that make me feel young. You know, <laughs> things keep coming up. Things keep coming up where you, I'm like, what is that? And you're like, oh, come on. You remember that? And I'm like, no, I don't. And I feel like a tiny baby. Because you guys have such vast knowledge that came before my time. That's a nice VH, way of saying we're older VHF, than you. VHF, VHF is very high frequency. UHF is ultra, ultra high, high frequency. frequency. VHF television band occupies frequencies between 54 and 216 megahertz, and UHF between 470 and 890 megahertz. So, Michael, before so cable, it's a, it's a band of <laughs> of, uh, of of wavelengths, basically. Okay. Before cable, you had your your network your tv network channels you yeah, know your pbs true. channel and then all the other channels were uhf channels really yeah yeah like two two through two through 12 two through 13 or 13 yeah two through 13 was vhf and then 14 up to 69 apparently was uhf and it was a separate dial huh okay you had to toggle between the vhf and the uhf and the vhf had all your normal your networks were all on VHF, and then like P- some PBS stations would be on a UHF channel. What else would be on UHF besides Weird Al? Um, in time, 
well, what, what, what other programs? It was all, it was going to be PBS and like local pro like Wayne's world. You know, that's a UHF, that's a UHF channel. It's like local programming where they had like, you know, well, we got a TV studio and we can do a, we can do a couple of shows a couple of times a week, you know, and we can, and we've got, we've got license to put it on this particular UHF bandwidth. Okay. All right. And like the, whatever channels that ultimately became like, um, the WB and then the CW, is that, did I get those in the right order and TBS and stuff like that? Those, those were. Back when before they, those channels, they were UHF channels in your local yeah, market. Yeah, when when things expanded into cable very yeah, early, just there, for a, there was wrestling just, on just just for a little while. Probably early, it was yeah. You you expanded into like eighteen and twenty. Where I grew up, it was like eighteen and twenty four. Twenty four, yeah. The new networks, and then there was other ones that kind of popped up. Um, and then eventually it it you know cable kind of blew past those those numbers. Uh-huh. Um, and now, of course, we've got you know. <laughs> if, if you had reg- if I had regular cable, I would have access to like 500 channels, plus the high def ones. Gotcha. What's a, what were the what were the prime things on there? The different types of primes. Oh, semi prime. Uh, a semi prime is a natural number that is the product of two prime numbers. Naturally. <laughs> And then the other thing was the Blum oh, integer. Okay, so it's a number that, if you multiply two prime numbers by each other, you get a semi-prime number. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's what I'm. Yeah. Hearing. I don't know. I'm looking at Blum integer now, and I have no idea what any of these words mean. <laughs> I don't know what Blum integer means. So. Neither do I, and I just read it. <laughs> Now I'm just dividing. Six, I'm just dividing sixty-nine by different prime numbers. Okay, twenty-three and three, sure. So yeah, sixty-nine divi- uh, divided by three is twenty-three, and those three and twenty-three are both prime numbers. An aliquot Speaking- sum can be used to characterize the prime numbers, perfect numbers, deficient numbers, abundant numbers, and untouchable numbers. Oh well, now see, we now we have to look up all that other no, stuff, we don't. and I don't have the time. For that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is what math majors study. I guess. We'll have to see if we can get a math major. I would like be, how many I times would... can you just do like you know, six times eight? <laughs> I would love to do yeah, like that, this explains just, just a lot. Doing this... your doing your tables. Um I would love to have a math uh like a, a math professor type um on the show sometime. Who could explain it in layman's some of that terms. Kind of That'd be yeah. interesting. Um I was listening to a thing just like within the last week or two was uh like a math guru type who is going into like the patterns that exist within prime numbers which i thought was interesting like the idea that there that there are patterns that exist within the spread of prime numbers and they're not perfect patterns but they're in some cases they're perfect patterns in some cases they're just nearly perfect craig Um, was this was this part of a math class no no this was not master class or math class it was a thing on youtube but it was like if you if you take a multiple of pick a number that's uh, pick a relatively low number that's a multiple of 6 okay 12 well 11 <laughs> and 13 are, 11 and 13 the two numbers on either side of 12 are prime numbers right pick another one 18 17 and 19 are prime numbers oh so it's it's always the stuff that is adjacent to a multiple of 6 not always but there's a pattern mo- to when it's a lot of I think, it or something okay. like that like 24 is a multiple of 6 23 is a prime number 25 is not, not. but then 
when you get up to 30 29 and 31 29 and 31 are and as you continue yeah, then there's okay. a certain point where that 35 where isn't skips, the 37 is yeah, where, where sure. it skips that skip that where uh-huh. it doesn't happen starts to fall into a pattern as well cool that was one of the patterns that he talked about well you know what i know a math person <laughs> i should see if anthony wants to be on the show now that i think about it I have a guy that uh, I know through a friend, like he's basically a friend of a friend who has done the statistical breakdowns for the um, playing cards and dice spreads for the game stuff that I designed. Oh, he, he, he creates spreadsheets of like, that you know, works off the, the averages. So he might know some of this kind of stuff. I should see maybe if he wants now, to be on the that, show sometime. How does that come into play with you designing the game? How does that kind of data influence? It's It's a question of, like you've you've got a mechanic that says okay let's just like simplicity's sake let's say i'm rolling a you know 2d6 two, two six sided dice and i'm adding them together that gives you a v mm-hmm. curve that goes from 2 to 12 that peaks at 7 right so okay. 7 is the most common roll a 6 and a 1 a 2 and a 5 a 3 and a 4 and then the reverse of that all come up 7 so okay. there's six different results that get you a 7 so if the target number is 7 or, you know, like if you're going to have, say, like my base target number is going to be a seven in that V curve, it's going to be seven. Those six results that get you seven plus all the ones on the one side of it are going to be successful. So you can figure out what, like what percentage of the, you know, what percentage of your dice rolls are going to be successes. And so, and what, and how many do you want to be successes? Do you want the game to be 50-50-ish? Do you want the game to lean toward failure? Do you want the game to lean toward success? How much? What kind of a game would you design that would lean towards failure versus one that would lean towards success? Um, would I design none? Um, okay. Are there games out there that lean toward failure? There are games that you could design a game. I shouldn't say I would never do it, but the point is you can well, design. Then what, okay, there's, then first of all, what is your preference then? Well, and, and here's the thing. It's, it's, it, it becomes a question of is, is success and failure binary? You either okay. succeed or you fail, and that's the only distinction. Or are there degrees of success and degrees of failure, and are the degrees of failure interesting? Is that kind of where you like to live in that in that realm? I want I want there to be degrees of success and failure, and degrees of and degrees of failure. You can have degrees of failure where you might be failing, but interesting things are happening that are propelling a story forward. Okay. So you could you could potentially have a game where there's going to be more failure than success, but a lot of the failure is going to be what they call fail forward, which mm-hmm. is to say you you don't complete the thing quite the way you don't do the task quite the way you wanted to do it but you kind of get part way there and there's a complication but then you can build on that and it you know you can well you might lose the battle but not necessarily lose the war correct okay so there are games that do those types of things and then there are and then there are games that are just harder there are games that are just harder to survive too where you could you could have games that are more or less binary success versus failure but they skew toward failure and they just make like you have to game like the base the core rules skews toward failure so you have to game the system what they call gaming the system which is where you learn to build the best character to get all the right bonuses all the little things that you can add together to skew your personal success versus failure toward success where the game as a baseline skews toward failure some designers just want just would want to design a game that's more punishing or more lenient. It can be more punishing, and you can also design a game that rewards people to game the system. Like that's there are players that like that's the type of game they like to play. It's like I want to read the rules and absorb everything and find all the little combinations. 
Okay. That allows me to win more, so to speak. And these, these sort of spreadsheets that this guy puts together, this is kind of how you figure out if what you've designed is hitting those, those degrees that, that you're kind of, those degrees of success and failure that you like to talk about. He was just looking at percentages of, yeah, like, you know, how many, what percentage of the time do you succeed with, you know, that you have, do you have a really good success? Do you have a partial success? Do you have a success with that's a fail forward kind of thing? Or do you have a, like a very bad success? And, he, like, okay. and then I just, I could, I could adjust the target numbers for the, the card flips or the dice rolls to make the game kind of skew where I want it to skew. Like capers skews towards success. And the more cards you can pull, it skews hard towards success. Okay. That's because I'm, that, but that's because I designed a game where I want you to play gangsters and cops and do cool stuff. Gotcha. I didn't, I wasn't designing a game where there's a lot of pathos and angst because you can't do that. But there are different types of games. I'm making like, dreams come true. <laughs> what? <laughs> Making dreams come true. Yeah. <laughs> every, other, every, every person, every gamer's type of, every, every gamer's personal dream, there's a game for it. You can think of it. Yeah. There. If you want to play a game that is going to kick your ass all over the place, it's out there. You'll find it. Mm. So when you do win, you know, there are people that argue that like if a game kicks your ass all over the place, but when you do win, the win is more, it's more savory. Well, that's true in video games too. I mean, years ago, they started to figure out when games like Dark Souls and Demon Souls started coming out, like, Oh, there's a market for super hard, super intense punishing games. Like there's because yep. <laughs> when you finally get it, boy. Yeah. Mm. Do we have on? Do we have more news, or what are we doing here? I don't know. What are we doing? Well, we could. How much time do we have? We're right at about an hour. Do we want to do a? Do we want to do a question? Or do we want to talk more? Do we have a Kevin question? Do we not have a topic? Well, I've got something that we can do if you want to talk about it. I'm going to have you choose between television shows and movies. Michael? Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, TV shows or movies? Movies? Movies, okay. okay. By state, by U.S. state, the most iconic movie in each state. We won't necessarily play it as a quiz game, and I'm not going to sit on every state because... Um, some of these you're not going to get, <laughs> but it would be worth uh, throwing it out there. Now, this is a crappy slideshow, so I'm going to have to go one slide at a time. Uh, see, I had I, one of these, but I decided not to bring it because it was a slideshow and not just a map. <laughs> when, you say, when, when, you, when, you, when you say iconic. Well, let's, let's, let's do a few states and see what, it, what that means. Okay, Whoops. well, I mean, if we're look, I mean, if I were to think Georgia, I might say, gone. okay. Yeah, let's do a few states and see what that means. Okay. Okay. Georgia? Next. I pressed <laughs> next. No, got to go alphabetical because it's a crappy slideshow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alabama. <laughs> Gosh. Um, now, now, would these be, I mean, are we talking, I guess we're talking movies filmed in these states or just associated with them? They are or? set in the state. The characters live in that oh, state. Okay. Or, or at least or at least they're in that state most of the time, or that state plays a very, very important part. Well, Alabama, I guess, I guess Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's there my guess. Go. Okay, all right. Oh, and it's a double slideshow. Jeez, Alaska. Pfft, nobody's going to get this. Alaska. Um, movies. I don't know. Um, what said Northern Exposure, but that's TV. Yeah, I know. That's why, we, and we had the choice. Yeah. That was, that was the other list, was TV shows set in the Is... State. Is Fargo 
Alaska? No. no. Into the wild. Oh, oh, wait. Just wait till we get to Fargo. <laughs> just you f***ing <laughs> wait. Okay. Into the wild. Into okay. The, okay. Is the Alaska movie. Arizona. Is that, is that the, one, the one the remake is coming out? Now? I don't know. You're asking the Harrison Ford one. I don't know my Alaska movie. The Harrison Ford one that's coming is out. That is that into the wild? Sounds, sounds right. Maybe. Okay. Uh, Raising Arizona? what's a famous small town in arizona small albuquerque town. that's new mexico oh, albuquerque's in new mexico all oh, right um albuquerque <laughs> <laughs> that's a great weird song yes it is um, i'm your huckleberry movies, movies in arizona um Look, dear, Johnny Ringo appears to be an educated Oh, man. Tombstone. <laughs> okay, all right. Now I really hate him. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> well, say what? Bye. bye. <laughs> uh, Arkansas. This is a great movie for it, but you, you well, I'll, I'll tell you this, it's a Western as well. Um, but you may not know that the movie's set in that, <laughs> in that state. No idea. From the Sorry, makers, the, from the makers of Fargo. Sorry, I missed what state this was again. Arkansas. Arkansas. Gosh. From the makers of Fargo. Uh. The main character talks like this. He has a lot of colloquialisms that he spouts out, and he's always just, like he's got his mouth full of chaw. True grit. True grit. That's in Arkansas. Yeah. It's, I was just about to say that's true, that's true. what I was saying. It's like nobody would know that that's said in Arkansas huh. unless you really paid. I, I fell down a YouTube hole a couple weeks ago and ended up watching a couple of um of um clips from the the remake of True Grit. Now California is impossible to guess just because there's too many movies set in California. Yeah, I, ca- iconic California movie. For, they 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 list Vertigo, and I think this was mostly Vertigo. because they will like they wanted to have a, a <laughs> an older a, movie, a Hitchcock a, a classic movie. movie. They wanted a Hitchcock. Oh, a Hitchcock. Okay. Because there's so many movies set in California. Right. Uh, Colorado. We were just talking about that author. Oh, The Shining. Peter King? So The Shining? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Connecticut. Again, Connecticut, again, you wouldn't know it. (laughs) Mystic (laughs) Pizza? Like, (laughs) very good. Mystic Pizza. That's. That's the Sorry, iconic movie, Mystic Pizza. <laughs> Boy, Connecticut, you must not have a lot of movies set in you. What's the state, though? Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. How about, come on, stupid Delaware? Oh, sure. Delaware? Yeah. I do, I do know that this movie is set in Delaware. Some American Revolution movie? No. <laughs> Actually, it's a movie that I watched so many times with uh, with my then roommate, um, and actually dressed up as one of the characters for Halloween one year, and he dressed up as another character, but we were really dressed up as the same character. Uh, no idea. Fight Club is set in Delaware. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I never knew that. So what's 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 the city then? What city is in Delaware? Wilmington. Uh, you have to look it up. I'm I'm. I, think... I can't think off the what? What'd you say, Mike? Wilmington. Wilmington. That's the it's only. It's got to be a city. It's got to be a city. It's it's going to be one of the big cities because they blow up skyscrapers at the end. Whoops! Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. I mean, Delaware's near a bunch of other cities, obviously. But if it's in Delaware, I never knew that was set in Delaware. Me neither. Um, Florida again, 
it's kind of an impossible one to do. There's so many movies set in Florida, but I guess they just wanted something for the ladies. So Magic Mike. Mm. Okay. Yeah, we've gotten that one. Here's one for the ladies and some dudes, I suppose. Georgia, come on. Gone with the wind. There you go. Thank you. Hawaii. Hawaii. Again, I don't know why they picked this one. I guess maybe Hawaii just doesn't have that many movies set in it. Oh, come on. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall? No. That would be right. <laughs> that would be at the same level as this. Really? Blue Crush, the surfer chick movie. Oh. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that actor, is that actress really? No, Blue Crush is, um, I'm thinking of something different. <laughs> Idaho has one movie set in it. What is it? It's uh, Napoleon Dynamite. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That would have taken me a while to land on. <laughs> Mike, Illinois. Uh, any John Hughes movie. Pick one. 16 Candles. Breakfast Club, one. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. There you go. Okay. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it should have been Ferris Bueller's because that's uh, John Hughes's uh, love letter to the city of Chicago. Mike, Indiana. Hoosiers? No, I, that's actually surprising. No, they, they, they yeah, they, Hoosiers is not on. It's not Hoosiers. Uh, Rudy. Also, not that. What wow, the hell? Man. <laughs> Two really good ones, but that's that just goes to tell you there's some good movies. There's some some iconic. What am I missing? What am I missing? That are set in Indiana. This one's set in a, it's in a big city, but it it's a small story about a kid uh, at Christmas. Oh, oh, it's a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, in the fictional town of Holman. Okay, Michael, the only movie set in Iowa. In Iowa? Yeah, it's got a cornfield in it. Until they cut it down. Children of the corn. <laughs> That's in Nebraska. Field of Dreams? Yeah. There you go. Nice. Kansas. The only movie set in Kansas. Um, Twister? I'm, was Twister in Kansas? Most of it hey, was. Twister might have been in a couple of different states. There's... There's a twister in this movie. Oh, uh, 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 Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <Wizard of> Oz. <laughs> Kentucky. <sighs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> we'll just skip past it. Elizabethtown. You're not going to know oh. that. Know that one. Is there an Elizabethtown in Kentucky? I guess it. I guess there is, according to this. Um, Louisiana. We I actually talked about this movie um a couple episodes ago about Tom Cruise being in this movie. Oh. Tom Cruise movie. In Louisiana? It's a horror movie. And you talked about it on an episode? Yeah. Inter- interview with the band. Oh. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um name a movie that's set in Maine that's not a Stephen King movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Which one did they pick? The Cider House Rules. That's oh, that's not a Stephen King movie. No. Yeah. Um, how about Maryland? The Blair Witch hmm. Project. Oh, that'd be a good one. Is iconic. I don't know. I don't think of Maryland when I think of that. I just think of the woods. Maryland. This movie is full of wasps, not the bees. <laughs> wedding crashers oh okay mm, yeah it's okay. all the hoity, all the hoity-toity 
Yeah. What's uh, set in Massachusetts? Goodwill hunting. There you go. Mike, you're crushing him. You're crushing him. Are He's you keeping score? Thing. I'm crushed. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give Michael a chance at this. It's a it's a it's a comedy. It was a series. There was more more than one movie, and it was set in Michigan. Michigan. Oh, I know this. <laughs> gonna play the waiting music, and then we'll let Mike crush you. Give me something else. Give you something else. Uh, like, 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 give me like a clue. It features a dessert. American pie. Hey! <laughs> well done. I, I didn't prepare any clues. I was just planning to just wing this and everything. So we no idea that, that was said in Michigan, honestly. Um, this movie, it's Minnesota, and you're gonna hate, hate, hate the fact that um they didn't pick the right movie for this one. Um, but this is actually uh very appropriate for a Minnesota movie. Oh, it's uh I know which one this is. I can't think of the which, name of it. Which though. one should it be? Fargo. It should be Fargo because that said in uh, Untamed Heart. <laughs> no, it said in <laughs> most most of the story of Fargo takes place in Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Um, Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is about what? the uh, the small town um, pageant. Yeah. It's like this. It's this. It's this slice of life, a small town. It, oh. Like, if you grew up in in like rural Midwestern, and you watch this movie, you're like, yep, yep, I know that person, and I know that person, and I know that person. And I've been to that event, Mississippi. Um, oh, brother, where art thou? That would be a good one. Yeah. Um, given that it's Mississippi, of course, it's they've got they've got to pick one that's about race, because Mississippi, fucking Mississippi, they chose the hell. Mm. I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of any movie that's set in Missouri. <laughs> But this one is. <laughs> Again, I think this is one of those ones that like nobody would know it unless they're like just a huge fan of the movie. No idea. Mm-mm. Gone Girl is set in Missouri. Hmm. Okay. And then Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Pillow. <laughs> a young Brad Pitt starred in this movie. Oh, mm. uh, the river runs through it. A river runs through it. You're 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 in that 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 era. Oh, yeah, it's Legend. the other movie like that <laughs> from the, ex- the yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> he was in two movies that were basically the same movie around the same. And now time. the world's easiest one. What's the movie that's set in Nebraska? I don't know. Nebraska. Well, that's the name of the movie, Nebraska. Oh, oh, that's oh. why it's the easiest one. <laughs> There's a movie called Nebraska. Um, yeah, it's a black and white kind of indie thing. Mm. Um, sounds iconic. Yeah, well, name another movie set in Nebraska other than Children yeah. of the Corn, <laughs> which I think is Nebraska, which might be Kansas. It's in one of those two. Mm. It's not Iowa, though. This is another tough one, but they had to pick something. Nevada. Because okay, guess what city it's set in? Las Vegas. <laughs> Surprise. Casino. Um, nope. This one was also a series. The comedy. Um, Ocean's Eleven. That'd be a good one. Yeah, but it's not. Huh. The first Hangover was in Las there Vegas. There you go. <laughs> well, the others weren't though. 
Yeah, but this is just the, the hangover. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would I would have I mean Ocean's Eleven, clearly. You'd think so, but it's not. It's yeah. the hangover. Hmm. All right. How about New Hampshire? Oh boy. The only movie set in New Hampshire. Also a comedy. Starring one of our favorite actors. We talk about him all the time. He was on Saturday Night Live in the early days. The early days. Yes, had a receding hairline that only got worse. Stars Bill Murray. Oh. What New Hampshire movie? And Richard Dreyfus. What? What about Bob? Oh. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> Forgot Richard Dreyfus was in that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's a great movie. Um, New Jersey. Not a mob movie. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Is it Clerks? Yeah, no, nobody's going to get this one that they picked for this. It's Garden State. Um, here's another one that nobody's going to get because nothing said in New Mexico, apparently. And it's one of the lesser um, of the movies of this particular universe, in my opinion. Michael, you'll probably know this one. A spaceman comes to New Mexico. And he's really buff. And he falls in love with somebody that he has no chemistry with. So little chemistry that they didn't cast her in sequels unless they absolutely had to just jam her into one scene. Um, it's a Marvel movie. Thor? Thor's in New Mexico. Yeah, when he, when the, where, where the hammer comes down is in New Mexico. Well, she, they cast her in the, um, in the second movie. Yeah, and they had even less chemistry in the second movie. Well, that's true. And then, and then they stopped casting her. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing her back, though. New York. Impossible to pick a movie. <laughs> Just, why, don't you tell me, why don't you tell me what your iconic New York movie is? Home Alone 2. Okay. Uh, first thing that came to mind was When Harry Met Sally. Okay, those are both excellent choices. They picked Elf. Okay. Ah, uh, ah, uh, okay. Fine. That's a good one. The city plays a role in that movie. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 he's also lost in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um north carolina as uh kevin costner makes another appearance on a field bull durham yeah mm. still haven't seen that north dakota what do you think they picked for north dakota it shouldn't be fargo because well, it did. doesn't take Fargo. place there. It just starts barely there. Barely takes place in Fargo. The first five minutes Fargo, are Fargo. The story of Fargo barely <laughs> takes place in Fargo. Um, Ohio. Um, Major League? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Michael, what's your, what's your Ohio movie? Can you think of one? This is a good one. This is a good choice for it. I don't know. If, I don't know that either of you. Would I, I would have thought. I would have thought. I mean, I think of the Cleveland Indians. I would have thought the same thing. Yeah, um, Heather's is set in Ohio. Is it Heather's? Wow, okay. Heather's. Okay, what's set in Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Next. Oh, that's a musical. <laughs> but it's also a movie. Is it okay? Yeah. Um. All right. Name a movie set in Oregon. <laughs> Good luck, Goonies. I, I would have um, thought, right? Yeah. Um, but oh, no, um, um, Twilight. Oh, Stand by Me. There you go. Three better choices than Wild. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, 
I guess. Reese Witherspoon movie. Oh. Yeah. Because she has to walk across the entire state. That's why. They showed you all of Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what that movie's about? Looking at Oregon. Oh, look, here's here's another part of Oregon that looks just like Oregon. Mm -hmm. Are we at the coast yet where it changes? Yeah. (laughs) Um, What about Pennsylvania? It's got to be set in the right city, right? Oh, Rocky. There you go. Come on, stupid slideshow. Rhode (laughs) Island. Another one of those ones that you probably won't know. Was there a Family Guy movie? No, they said Dumb and Dumb and Dumber is in is is in Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. That was uh, me, myself, and Irene. Really? That one's set in Rhode Island as well. Yeah, he's he's a Rhode Island like state trooper. Is the character? Oh, are the Fairley oh, brothers from Rhode, that, Rhode it, Island? They must be because uh, there's something about Mary starts in Rhode Island. That's where okay, Ben that Stiller and and, and mm. Hey, South Carolina. South Carolina, uh, starring Ryan Gosling. Hmm? Um, um, the Notebook. Yeah, the Patriot. Also, I would what? have thought the Patriot. I would have thought the Patriot. <laughs> sure, South Dakota. One of my favorite movies by this particular actor. By this particular actor. Uh oh. I say with dick fingers. I actually, I actually really love this movie, starring Pauly Shore. Oh jeez. <laughs> That's how, movies, that's how many movies have been set in South Dakota. Son-in-law is in South that's Dakota. That's in South Dakota? Okay. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I like that movie. Yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee's most famous uh, son, I would imagine. Um, um, Walk the Line? Yep. Mm, very good. Texas. Well, it's not about cattle, mm. so that means it has to be about what? Cowboys? Well, Oil. What? No. Nope. No. Uh, there will be blood. Football? Nope. Football. Got to be about football. Hmm. Friday Night Lights. Was that a movie before? You're close. You're close. <laughs> oh, uh, um, the, the other one. Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want your life. One of the best scenes in the office when they're all watching Varsity Blues. <laughs> <laughs> name, name a movie that's set in Utah that's not about punks in the 80s. Because <laughs> um, SLC Punk is the one that I would have picked. Utah. Yeah. And I wasn't even sure that, like, I was like, oh, this was set in Utah? Okay. I mean, like, what you see, the, the landscapes that you see make sense, but I never really thought of it as being Utah. Um, no idea. This is a James Franco movie. Oh, the... Star- starring 95% of James Franco. 95% of James Franco makes it through the entire movie. 127 days? <laughs> Is it days or hours? Hours. Oh, okay. He was, he was trapped <laughs> by that boulder for 127 <laughs> days before he chopped his arm off. <laughs> oh, by the way, everybody, he chopped his arm off. Um, <laughs> Vermont. The Ben and Jerry story. The Ben and Jerry. No, actually, this is actually this is a really good choice for this. Um, it's about cops, cops in Vermont. Actually, about like state cops. And Troopers. Really, really good. Troopers. Funny. What is it called? Troopers. You're close. You got half of it. State troopers. Nope. It rhymes. Trooper bloopers. <laughs> How about super troopers? Super troopers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Mike, in Virginia, there's a movie that we bonded over. In Virginia? You wouldn't know that this was set in Virginia unless I told you. But we bonded over it, and it wasn't House of Wax. <laughs> that was the one I was Just trying the, to think of. The first movie that you and I saw in the theater together, we, want, we went to watch uh, Paris Hilton get killed. <laughs> <laughs> you got a pipe through the head, right? This is, this is a movie that nobody understands, including the director. Virginia? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we starring bonded young, over it. Starring a young actor named Jake. Oh, Donnie Darko. That's one of those movies that I kind of want to do a Netflix party and watch with a bunch of people just to see what they have to say about it. Because I've only ever watched the movie by myself or with you. No, actually, not even with you, just by myself. We talked about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Washington. What's oh, in Washington? Uh, reality Bites? You'd think, right? Sleepless in Seattle? But there they got you go. slam a Tom Hanks movie in there, yep. Sleepless in Seattle, that was... Yep. Sleepless in Seattle. Virginia, uh, West Virginia, you're probably not going to get this one. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. <laughs> no, no, it's not that, but everybody listening, go watch that movie. That is a movie, and yes, it takes place in West Virginia. Of West Virginia. It's spectacular. <laughs> A special attention to Kirk. That's a woman. Yep. <laughs> um, October skies in West Virginia. Huh. Right. Yeah. I just watched that last year. And in Wisconsin is a movie that I have tried watching twice now and just can't get into. I stop a half hour into it. I'm just like, I just this isn't this movie is not made for me. I'm not finding it funny. Wisconsin. Yeah, it's in Milwaukee. It's got big overhead shots of Milwaukee and. At least in the first half hour. <laughs> it's got actresses that I really like. Such so as? Just thinking into the movie. Oh. Kristen Wiig. Oh. Maya Rudolph. The uh, Bachelorette? Bridesmaids. Your Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah, Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wyoming. Close Encounters? No, that would be a really good one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for this. I was like, oh, it's got to be Close Encounters. On, you've been sitting on Wyoming the whole time. Uh-huh. Come on, W's. <laughs> the Laramie um, Project? What? The Laramie, Laramie Project? Laramie Project. Be a good one as well. Uh, nope, Brokeback Mountain. Oh. <laughs> that, oh yeah, gosh. that was Wyoming. So there you go. There's your uh, most iconic movie set in the 50 states with about eh, 10 that I would say I completely and 100% disagree with. There's at least another movie that's that's better than their choice, and there's a Sometimes few of them three. that they're just plain <laughs> wrong. What? Sometimes three movies that would be yeah. better. Yeah. And then there's a few that they just, yeah, Fargo, North Dakota, really? Well, I suppose pick another movie that's set in North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, true. If you don't right. pick Fargo, what are you going to go with? So, there we go. We got the Kevin question? We do. Sweet. 144 question. What do you think is more likely to come from our worldwide house arrest situation? Baby boom, divorce boom, or jail boom? Thanks, Kevin. Huh. <laughs> huh. I have, my, I have my, 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 uh, my choice. My answer. Okay, what is it? It's baby, divorce, or jail. Those are the three <laughs> uh, options, yes. I'm going to go with divorce boom. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> couples, couples that have that are not normally that no, don't normally spend twenty four hours a day, seven days a week with each other. 
there's a lot of relationships built on having healthy chunks of time apart during the day. Yeah, but what happens after the fights that ensue? Makeup sex. Baby boom. Going no, with baby boom. Don't just screw to have, you know, babies. I don't think the baby <laughs> boom thing is going to happen. We might see a little bump. I don't think we're going to see like this big spike. The people think of the baby boom as like the baby boom generation. That was because we needed to replenish the stockpile of dead soldiers. <laughs> That's because everybody was really, really happy to be alive. Yes. And uh, birth, birth control, control wasn't as widely really available. Present. Yeah. Um, yeah, today, I think, I think nowadays, I think, I think there's, I think there's a lot of screwing going on. <laughs> I think there's a lot of sex happening. I don't necessarily think it's going to result in that many babies. Yeah. I think divorce boom, because, because of the obvious, everybody's crammed together, but I also think, you know, there's going to be a lot of people having money problems as a result. And that that's a huge, um, huge issue too, with making a relationship work. So there's gonna be a lot of fighting yeah. over money. Yeah, I think a couple of di- from a couple of different angles, divorce boom is more likely. Fighting over money, fighting over space, fighting over what to watch on free streaming, and then just, uh, fighting over just being around each yeah. other and finding like, like what takeout to the, get that the, night the little, for dinner. The little tick, right. the little tick that your spouse had that you saw once or twice a day, and you now see twenty times a day. Right, it's like, are you really just gonna sit there and breathe like that, like really all day? <laughs> <laughs> And then you are gonna you breathe like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the inevitable unprotected makeup sex. Baby boom. Well, if you say so, but I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm. Although I've, I've I'm not allowed people, I'm not allowed to say divorce boom. I'm married. I can't pick yeah, that. Yeah, I, I get you, I get you. Um I, I, I have remarked that uh that if you're gonna do the baby boom thing, you might as well get it out of the way like you should have gotten it out of the way in March. You should have like just had all that sex in March so that you can have the baby before the end of the year and get the tax break. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to get something out of this, bucks. you might as well get a tax break out of it. If you, if you have a whole bunch of sex at the end of April, you know, probably not going to see that baby until January. Right. Then you're going to have a whole another year. You're going to have to take care of that baby before you get your tax break. <laughs> <laughs> January January babies are the worst for taxes. <laughs> I say knowing full well that one of my brothers is a January baby. Ouch. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the show. It's okay. But I'll tell him that at Christmas. There you go. Anyway, that's my answer. All right. If I have to choose between those three, I'll say there'll be a little a little a little spike in divorces. Okay. There you go, Kevin. But- he didn't give us what his answer would be. Three people, three people say divorces, but Mike can't. So two people say divorces, and one person says uh, baby. Yep. <laughs> All right. Does that about do it? I think so. Is that a show? That's a show. Call yep. it a show, boys. This was weird. I was happy to be here with you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> right. Thank you for joining us, Michael. Thanks for having me, guys. Love doing the show with y'all. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to the newly redesigned nerdburgergames.com with all new content, brand new every week. And also go to Kickstarter for the Capers um, Offworld um, crowdfunding campaign. 
Um, this is going to be the last one. This is your chance to get stuff for kind of cheap, cheaper than probably normal. Go check that out. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig do the one-hour episode broken up into one-minute chunks. They'll have to do 60 individual minutes to talk for the whole hour. So we're going to have to like talk for a minute, and then we're going to turn around and talk the other direction for a minute, and then we're going to turn around and talk the other direction for a minute. We're going to have to do that 60 times just to make the episode. My joints already hurt. That was really tough on the joints. My, my brain joints. My mouth. My, my mandibular joints. Mandibular? That's a word, right? Yeah, why not? Sounds sounds right. Sounds okay. You're, man- You're looking very mandibular today. How mandibulous of you. Mandibulous. <laughs> I'm feeling mandibulous. All right, this is three mandibulous men signing off. Sure. <laughs> Bye. Is that a dry erase board on the wall behind you? It is, with nothing it's, on it right now. It's half dry works? erase, half uh, cork board. It is. Is that where is that where you craft all the their nerd burger games get the product lines? Is that where I you see, you do your brainstorming that. and you, you throw your dreams up on there and bring That's where yeah, I have I have the other members of Nerd Burger <laughs> Games come over and we all sit in a circle and I we, we, we workshop <laughs> stuff up there. There you go. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Oh man. Miss you guys. Well, here we are. There you are. <laughs> We're right here. Look, you can see my room full of crap. Look at all this crap. Oh, I miss the room full of crap, man. We're supposed to be <clears throat> in the room full of crap. I like uh I like what I'm seeing behind you there. You got like your nerd shelf with your with your wrestling championship belt on top. Yeah. Yeah. And that's there, awesome. There's also an there's also an orc riding. Is that the, what that um, is? There's an orc. Yeah, hang on. There we go. There's an orc <laughs> riding a wolf. Hey, we're getting riding. a tour. Yeah, here you go. Nice. And I got, I got, I got some lightsabers over here. Hey, we've seen there's those my, in person. There's all my World of Warcraft novels on that shelf. <laughs> <laughs> What's that map so, of? Yeah, there's the belt. Uh, that is the world map of Azeroth. Okay. Yeah, how, how do I get the glare? What's yeah. Azeroth? Uh, that's the uh, the world and the the world of Warcraft. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> the literal world yeah. of the world of Warcraft. Okay. Get the glare up. There we go. There it is. There's the Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor, Pandaria, Northrend. And what's the... the maelstrom in the middle? Okay. Is that like a whirlpool? Upper, upper Pisswater Falls. Yeah, this is where the world was almost destroyed 10,000 years ago, and now there's a perpetual whirlpool in the middle of the Great Sea. Does it go down to hell? It goes down to the elemental plane of Earth called Deep Holm. Okay. It's red, so I guessed hell. Yeah, it's not. It's not good news. Uh, it's hellish. A, uh, a world demolishing dragon flew out of it like ten years ago. Okay, it's a whole thing. <laughs> what world did it? What world did the world demolishing dragon demolish? Ours, uh, Azeroth. Did it? It did. actually demolished it. Um, that was the lore reason for a revamp of the of the original game world that they did. Um, they they revamped both of the original um continents and destroyed a bunch of things and sure like D does every 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 couple of editions they have like yeah you know, when they did when they did second edition they had the time of troubles where all the gods got cast down to the world and all this crazy right. shit happened and like nations fell and rose and all this kind of well crap. you know the, the original the game 
the original game was in the eastern and western continents and then they added um they added sort of an off world a different planet that you went through a portal to get to and then they, you came back to the old world and they added northrend and at that point they were just designing continents differently so they wanted to bring the old world kind of up to what was standard at the time so they 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 did the MacGuffin of the dragon flying out and destroying everything and and you know the world just kind of change you logged out one night in the old world and logged into this this new updated different world we're all there you know the whole questing level up experience was different and it's weird because at this point now that has been the game longer than the old world was it's a little mind-blowing for people that have played since the beginning um i appreciate you guys letting me letting me take you into my nerd world it means the world to me we could make this a segment <laughs> with people like describe your your nerd stuff behind you in the video yeah, that no one else yeah. can see. Right, everybody's got to come up. Everybody's got to build a background now. <clears throat> Paint a picture of you for the listeners. There you go. 